Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Day two of drills in Indianapolis. We have our first arrival, and it's Tom Pelissero. There's a lot of media just waiting for him to talk to him. He's, he's probably not going to do any interviews before us um, because we have, like, exclusive rights to him. And I think it's great. He survived until Friday, and we did as well. Welcome in, everybody, to Good Morning Football Live in New York City. Friday, March 1st, Colleen Wolf with Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty, and Kyle Van Noy. Great to see your faces. We had the drills, the first day of drills yesterday. There were so many fun moments that happened. We're going to get through all of them as well. We're going to talk to Tom. We're going to preview the day ahead with the DBs and the tight ends coming up. It's very exciting. Peter, I did see, though, you're heading back to Indianapolis oh, yeah. today. And Camp are you, Jordan. Are you, are you working out? Guys. Yeah. Are you running the hey. I'm competing today at the Combine. I'm going to work out as a tight end. I was watching Sam Laporta tape. Last you got week. hands? Mm. Oh, I got hands. I was watching my Co'Keefe tape. I'm ready to go. Okay. I'm going to be a blocking tight end who can yeah. hurt you in the run game. Mm. But also on a little squeak flood, if you got to get mm. in the red zone, I'll be able to do it. I will say this. I am so excited to get back in Indianapolis. I'll be there on the drills and the 40 Combine broadcast tonight mm. in Indy. And I will be wearing my Noble workout gear just in case they Let's need an extra go. to get in there. Is that wow. sound good? Long day for you. Yeah, yeah, long day. Is there like a strategy here to like stay, just keep going stay on point? Just keep going. Don't stop. Um, Tom Pelissero, real quick. You saw him walking yeah. through that hallway and, you know, avoiding the paparazzi. Yeah. Found out something about Tom. What's up? Doesn't drink coffee. Oh, I'm he's, sorry, he's what? up at these hours. He drinks something called your bay, which is yeah. Yeah, your bay, which is like an organic like, like a stimulant of caffeine. It is bougie, and he was drinking it, and I'm like, Tom, have some, st- have some coffee. And he's like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't do coffee. So you learn something new about friends every single day. I'll wow, we're going to have to dig in on that. this. All right, let's get to the lead. Let's do it. Lead block. Let's go. 
That's right, everybody. The 2024 NFL Scouting Combine presented by Noble. It is happening. We are in the middle of it right now. DBs, tight ends, they hit the field 3 p.m. Eastern, and those drills start right here on NFL Network, streaming on NFL+. Plus. We'll hear some pressers as well today, but there is our guy, Tom Pelissero, bright and shining this morning. I cannot believe that you don't have any coffee. Like, how are you getting through life? There's so many different ways that you can feel like yourself in the morning, Colleen. What Schrager failed to mention there is I brought one, an additional plant-based beverage for him. So you're welcome, Schrager. Not sure if you drank it or not, but I'm trying to make sure that everybody's taken care of here, okay? And unlike Schrager also, I embrace the camera. I'm not shoving them away. Were there anyone else in that hallway I was saying hello to? Absolutely not. But sometimes you got to make like Chop Robinson, hustle to the mm. spot and do it in mm. style. Fired up for day two here on the field at the NFL Scouting Combine. As you mentioned, Colleen, it is going to be the defensive backs and the tight ends. George's Brock Bowers, one of the headliners in that group. They will be out here on the field starting at 3 p.m. Eastern time, live on NFL Network. We also are going to hear from the quarterbacks and the wide receivers in their podium sessions with the media. So guys like Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to speak. Caleb Williams is slated to speak. All those quarterbacks, some of them are going to be doing things out here on the field tomorrow in the drills. But today is the day for the defensive backs and the tight ends to shine, guys. You know, Tom, we see all the stuff with the drills in the 40s, but there's also stuff going on in different rooms, and one of them is the competition committee continuing to discuss potential rule changes. You had some really interesting tweets, one of them that fascinated me about the chain gang. What's the latest over there, Tom, as far as the competition committee goes? Well, Peter, let's start with the chain gang. The NFL is always thinking forward about what football is going to look like in the future. So one of the things that they're doing is utilizing or beginning to test optical tracking, an ability to essentially see exactly whether or not the ball moved 10 yards without needing to bring out those guys stretching the chains. It was tested in a couple of stadiums, Miami and New York, last season. It was also tested at the Super Bowl. Probably not ready to roll out league-wide in 2024, but at some point in the new future here, you're probably going to see the chain game become, at best, the backup, if not entirely, a thing of the past. Competition Committee also began discussions this week, as they always do, kind of in-depth for the first time on some potential rule changes. One that came up, but only briefly, was the Fumble through the end zone that becomes a touchback. Every time it happens, people lose their minds about whether this should actually be something that gives the ball to the defense. Troy Vincent, the NFL's head of football operations, spoke out on this in December. Actually said he felt like it was too punitive to say that that was a touchback and they should explore other options. Well, when they actually gathered the data, it only happened four times in the league this entire season out of more than 40,000 plays. The feeling in that room, according to Vincent, Vincent was, we don't want to change a rule and then begin rewarding the offense for poor technique and also punishing the defense for making a really good play. Vincent said, I was then asked to move on. That was it. So we're going to continue to have touchbacks on that play. The hip drop tackle also has gotten a lot of attention, of course, with some of the high-profile injuries. Mark Andrews, one of the chief ones last season. There is an appetite at the league level to get that play out of the game. The challenge for the competition committee has been actually writing a rule that could be 
consistently enforced. So now the way that they're defining it, it's really three different components. It is that grab, it is the twisting motion, and then it is the unweighting, the dropping the weight onto the back of your opponent's ankle. They actually found, because a lot of players have said, well, that's the only way that a small guy can get a big guy onto the ground. They actually found that the player doing the tackling was like 19 pounds heavier on average. So they're going to continue to look at this and fine-tune the language, but fully anticipate there is a rule change brought forward on that front. As far as the QB push play, the tush push, the Philly, whatever you want to call it, that play is something that certainly, again, has gained a lot of attention. There is a all-time high in modern NFL history in QB sneaks in general last season, but it does not sound like this play is going away. The Health and Safety Committee continues to look at it because there is some technique to drop into the heads that's concerning for them. However, they have not seen a lot of injuries on that play. The NFL also pulled the data in terms of the QB push versus no push. The no push on average, again, was actually more successful. Of course, that doesn't account for the fact that when the Eagles do it, it's still pretty good. A few other things, too, that are going to remain under discussion here. The kickoffs are going to be fascinating. There have been a small group of special teams coordinators that have been working on this behind the scenes. All the special teams coordinators, because they're here in Indianapolis, are getting together on Saturday, and they've basically been charged by the league with coming up with a rule that is going to have an acceptable injury rate. Last season, basically, there were no returns because of the fair catch rule, the number of those. The NFL essentially was saying, well, if we can't come up with a rule that's going to make this play safer, we're just going to take them out. But the NFL does not want a non-competitive play. There's a lot of things. Some of them is a little bit unorthodox in terms of what that rule could look like the NFL's or excuse me XFL style rule is something that's come up a lot the feeling is though that that play is a little bit restrictive in terms of space so you could see instead of setting up closer to the goal line maybe the players on both teams are set up closer to midfield there's been discussion about mandating having two returners and there's also some discussion too if you go to that style of a kickoff rule of what you do with the onside kick fascinating ideas including allowing the kicking team to have a player or two in motion so you get unweighted types of situations basically make it like a power play in hockey and yes they also are continuing to at least consider the idea of a fourth and 20 alternative a make it take it style you score a late touchdown and if you're trailing you can have one play fourth and 20 from your own end to try to jump start a new drive. A lot of discussion. All these changes, if they were to happen, would require a vote. Those customarily come to the table if they're going to at the annual meeting late March down in Florida, less than a month away, guys. A lot of reaction that we're hearing from around the table. <laughs> um, also, Tom, I take it all back. You are caffeinated just fine. Yeah, I yeah. feel like now I must try this. Mm. What is it? Europa? 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 Like Orbe. Okay, yeah. Europa. You'll have a case of it waiting on your doorstep when you get back works. to L.A. Calling. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Thank you, Tom. We'll talk to you next hour. So, the Combine, we are in the thick of it. We're in the middle of everything right now. We saw the defensive line and the linebackers yesterday. We saw a few players really fly up probably some boards. They really boosted their draft stock with the way that they ran some 40s and their workouts as well. So who on day one won out in Indianapolis, Jay? I look at the guys where you're going into day one and you're talking about and you're like, hey, this guy's going to show you what his athletic ability is about. He's going to run a fast 40 and do all of these things. You label guys freak athletes. But then when they show up and they actually come through and give you those type of performances, I'm going with Chop Robinson from Penn State. He showed up and had one of the fastest 40s yesterday. 
yesterday, absolutely rolling on this one. Ran faster than Miles Sanders did, a running back coming out of Penn State with a 4-4-8. And KV, you talked about it yesterday. With these guys, you want to see that 10-yard split of how fast they are. He ran a 1-5-4, which is the fourth fastest since 2003 of big guys of 250 pounds or more. So he was unbelievable yesterday and so fun to watch because he lived up to the standard. No longer pork chop, just chop the way he's moving out there on the football field. But it was another guy. The small school guys, to me, are fun and fascinating because you go into the combine, you may not recognize recognize the name as well. You may not even recognize the school, and that was Jalex Hunt. This guy comes from Houston Christian University, home of the Huskies. And he was at the Senior Bowl, turned a lot of heads. First guy at the Senior Bowl from his school. First guy at the combine from his school. Looking to be the first guy drafted from his school. And he performed his butt off a 10-8 broad jump. As you see right there, tied for the longest one on the day. I think that's the coolest thing. You go in there as a small, small school guy. You have to show up and show everybody, hey, I can compete at this level with my peers. He did that yesterday. He showed out, and it was fun to watch. It's the coolest thing, because I watched Jalex's um, media availability. So I went back, I'm like, I don't know this guy. I love his story. Yeah. I went back. He said that, you know, he's at the Senior Bowl. They said, what do you think of that Senior Bowl? He said, okay, I was able to compete. He says, when he was at college at, at, at his school, Houston Christian, half the stadium you can't use because they were doing a construction project. Mm. So it's like, you're doing that, and then you have my guy, who I'm going to talk about, Dallas Turner, who played at Alabama, and they're both doing it side by side. So you've got a guy whose stadium is half being used because of a construction project, and then you've got one who's coming out of Tuscaloosa. Just absolutely blew everyone away yeah. yesterday. Ran a 4-4-7-40. This guy is 6'4", 240. He also did a 40-inch high jump. So you're talking about an athletic freak. Also interviewed real well and had the production at college in Alabama. It was one of their top players the last couple of years. Uh, I thought this was interesting. You look at the, the fastest guys yesterday from the entire day and it's Peyton Wilson and then it's edge Dallas Turner now does he play linebacker does mm -hmm. he play defensive again it's one of these Von Miller hybrids he'll do it all wherever you want to put him I'm not going to compare him to Micah Parsons but I think when you looked at Micah Parsons at the combine you said okay well I project this guy to go here he plays everywhere mm. so Dallas Turner can do that real quick I'll mention the NFL Network did a really cool deal on the broadcast Mark Teitelman and his team have all these simulcasted different 40s that they can do I thought this one was awesome this is Dallas Turner who's a edge rusher going up against a running back and a very mobile quarterback in Jalen Hurts. And it's Dallas Turner burning both of those guys in their 40s. That just puts it in perspective how fast not only this young man is, but how fast some guys coming off the edge are these days. Mm. Dallas Turner had a day. He might have gone from being a first-round pick to now being talked about as a top 10, maybe top 15 guy. Yes, Dallas Turner put on his jet pack. And I'm going to drop this guy, Braden Fist. Oh. Let's just go to it. It was gorgeous. I think he's going to roll here. Nice. He's moving. Oh, yeah. Oh. Seven, eight. Hey, now. I think he knew he did well. I think he said, oh, yeah, as he crossed the finish, didn't he? Oh, yeah. That's what he's on right there. Let's go. Oh, yeah, Braden Fist. That's how you roll down that 40. He lit it up yesterday at the combine. He did it all. He did the drills. Look at him go quick feet, quick feet. And then the best part is he stops on a dime and turns and go. He ranked first in 40, ranked first in vertical and broad jump. Jumped 33 and a half, broad jumped 9-9. He was unbelievable at the combine. He was the number one guy yesterday of just moving up the draft boards and really turning the page of, hey, I'm here. I did my thing. Look at me. And he's the fourth player in the last 20 years to be 290 
and really jump up the way he did. He is in the category of Teron Armstead, Lane Johnson, and Mario Williams. He's the fourth in that group. All those guys have Pro Bowls to their names, multiple. And my favorite part about this for him, Braden Fisk, is he's already been traded. He's already been traded, yes. guys. Can you believe this? <laughs> At the Senior Bowl. Yeah, that was true. Maggie, the senior director, said, hey, I need you to play on the other team uh -huh. the day of the game. So my man great. got traded during the Senior Bowl. This is how flexibility First time ever. is. That's First happened. time ever <laughs> in all of the Senior Bowl, someone's been traded. Braden Fisk, you're doing a great job. Keep killing the draft process. You got meetings coming up. Keep killing them. You're doing a great job, man. Yeah, he went from dominating the Senior Bowl practices to being traded yeah. to then absolutely crushing the drills. And he did say, oh, yeah, and that's like the Kool-Aid man line but there's a Kool-Aid guy in this draft already so like McKinstry. I'm having a little bit of a problem little conflict there internally but I just want to jump off of what you said Peter with Dallas Turner because he completely confirmed what we already watched on Saturdays this entire season and when you look at his numbers just a comparison of Turner to defensive rookie of the year and Alabama teammate Will Anderson Jr. I mean look at these numbers he had a faster 40 like everything is very comparable but look at like his wingspan the arm measurement right there but his wingspan it's the same as 67 all-star Jason Tatum like he is Boston Celtic yes exactly he's DJ's highest rated edge rusher he's his number 11 overall prospect and his combine testing just absolutely proves and puts a stamp on everything that we've already seen he definitely helped himself out and I loved everyone that I saw yesterday it was really fun on the broadcast to watch everyone uh, and and watch Stacy Dales and yeah. Kim checks talking to the prospects as well and DJ and Rich that DJ had so many great one-liners, um, yeah. by the way. <laughs> if you guys haven't watched the Combine on the network, you have to. It is super funny, and it's going down today. Presented by Noble. DBs, tight ends at Lucas Oil Field, 3 p.m. Eastern, right here, and streaming on NFL Plus as well. So, we got a big day coming tomorrow, too. The headline day. And that one starts at 1 p.m. Running backs, quarterbacks, wide receivers. And then Sunday, we have the O-line as well. It's all going down right here. All of the prospects in it. Caleb didn't shave for this thing. What do you think of that, Jason? Huh. That shows that he's been in the grind. No time to go get a haircut. Okay. Don't give me the fade, the taper, none of that. Because mm -hmm. I am grinding to go out there and prove what I can do. But... Peter Schrager, he's going to give us the top five prospects that are going to wow us at the Combine. What you saw yesterday was nothing. There's five guys that you're going to be like, oh, my goodness, jaw-dropping yes. performance. I wanted to say, make him say, uh. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally. But Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's really good? Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That could, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? 
Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You've seen the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or... Check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. I'm wearing my combine gear because I'm going to Indianapolis from here. I'm going to sprint. Yeah, I'm going to do the 40 to LaGuardia, and we're going to head off to Indianapolis. <laughs> I'll be there tonight. Uh, tonight is a very cool evening. You've got the tight ends and the defensive backs. But then on Saturday and Sunday, you've got wide receivers, you've got running backs, you've got the quarterbacks, and then on, Mon- on Sunday, we wrap it up with the offensive linemen. I've got a list of five guys that I believe are going to bring the wow factor and dazzle you over the next three days. This is a little preview of the Combine Workout Warriors that I think are going to show out this weekend. Let's start with A.D. Mitchell, a wide receiver out of Texas. His full name, Adonai Mitchell. And this guy put a show on every single weekend over there in Austin, Texas. And you know what? I think he's going to absolutely put a show on at the Combine. Physical freak because of his speed. What he does on the field is obvious. You got a 2023 Big 12 Offensive Newcomer of the Year. He had huge numbers. He had TD reception in all five of his career college football playoff games. Four when he played with Georgia, and then one when he went to Texas. Yeah, he was at Georgia, won two national titles, comes over to Texas wow. and says, okay, now I'm going to take this team to the dance. And he did. And he did it for Sark. Good luck, And was charm. part of that office. He is a good luck charm. How many guys do you know played for two different teams that went to the college football playoffs? Daniel Jeremiah has him going 26 overall in his mock draft. 
I think this guy, A.D. Mitchell, is going to put on a show at the combine. Mm. It's Saturday afternoon. He is a burner. He is a deep threat, and I think he is a physical freak. He's been training for this his entire life. Georgia, Texas, all of those combine prospects, they all speak about A.D. Mitchell as one of those athletic freaks. Get ready for him Saturday afternoon. All right, our next one. We're going from one wide receiver to a different one. Another transfer. This is Ricky Pearsall, who was an absolute stud for Florida after transferring from Arizona State. His father, Ricky Sr., I love this, the Phoenix Fire Department captain. His dad is a fireman, and he right here is on fire for Florida. Let's go. Bars. Let's go. Bars. Bring it. (laughs) He led Florida in receiving yards each of the last two years. And in 2022, the season before this one, he averaged 20 yards a catch. Daniel Jeremiah has him just cracking the top 50 prospects with 48 out of 50. I think he's going to surge. And I'm telling you, from everything I hear, he does this at practice. He does this in games. Combine is the perfect place to have one of these quarterbacks throw you something and then put out the crazy catch and everyone be like, oh, and in the morning we're talking about Ricky Pearsall. Uh, they loved him at Arizona State. They loved him at Florida. He is one of those guys that is always Mr. Reliable, and I can see that one-handed catch over and over and over again. So those guys are Saturday. Sunday, we have our offensive linemen, and I'm going with a guy that I'm falling more and more in love with the more and more I hear about him, and that is Tallahassee Fuaga out of Oregon State. I had him in my top 10 of my prospects, and I think I might want to bump him up even more. Talisa Fuaga, Oregon State. I want to get the name right, Kyle Van Noy. I want to get the name right. I want to give him his Talisa Fuaga. Fuaga, you got that. You know, I'm, I'm working hard on it here. Playing right tackle, never gave up a sack on passing downs all season this year, all season last year. Sheesh. Absolute mauler. And here's where I can offer something that maybe others can't. In the interviews this week, I had multiple teams tell me, have you met the Oregon State kid? I'm like, I, which kid? I don't know. Fuaga. I'm like, oh, like amazing in the mm. interviews. Like, amazing. And that's the stuff that matters. That's the stuff why you go to the combine. That's the stuff where players can help their draft stock. Get in the room and dazzle them with your intensity, with your knowledge, and with your desire and will. 75, Fuaga. Now, that's not even his stuff on the field. Just wait till he gets to these combine workouts on Sunday. Offensive line group. We can have a lot of big bodies. Fuaga is going to stand out the most. He might elevate even over Joe Alt, the guy that we were talking yesterday is a top offensive tackle. After this week, if he has an incredible combine performance, he might be the top tackle on everybody's board in the draft. All right, from offensive tackle talk, we go to a more familiar place for our guy right here at the table, and that is safety talk. Can we talk for Jason McCourty for a second? Can we go deep here? We can go DBs, and this right here, number seven, is Dom Hampton, okay? Dom Hampton, 109 tackles last season, led the entire team, was fifth most in the Pac-12. Listen to this, Jason. Played six years at Washington. Okay. Six years at Washington. That is just about as long as Good Morning Football has been a show, and Dom Hampton (laughs) has been doing it for most of it. 57 total games at UW. 57. It's the most ever played by a college football player at the University of Washington. There is so much tape on him, and it is so consistent. He's beloved in that building, obviously the team leader there six years, and has played with multiple coaching staffs. But he was unbelievable this past season when Washington went on their run. He had 10 tackles in the national title game against Michigan, a game that was close to the very end. They came up just short, but it wasn't Dom Hampton's fault. Number seven, take a look for him because the thought is 
He's going to be one of the top defensive backs off the board and one of the top safeties selected in the draft. And he's also one of these combine freak shows. Going to put on a performance, of course, tonight at the combine. And my last one is another defensive back, a guy who's a bit of a flyer here, a bit of a wild card, because you might not know him like the other names. It's Carlton Johnson out of Fresno State. Ooh. Okay, Carlton Johnson was the fastest player at the Senior Bowl. They all went down to Mobile. They were all clocked. And Carlton Johnson put on an absolute show with his speed during the practices. Check this. He was clocked when we do all our, you know, Amazon next-gen stuff. He was clocked running 22 miles per hour. 22? 22. This was last year. The high for last year in the NFL season was 24, I think. 22, Carlton Johnson out of Fresno State. He's going to be in the workouts, of course, tonight. Six feet. Now, here's what's a little concerning here. Jason, Kyle, 170 pounds? Mm -hmm. All right. But he's a defensive back. He's not playing linebacker. Six feet, 170 pounds. Remember, Emmanuel Forbes. Emmanuel Forbes. Here at Mississippi State was 166 at the Combine, and he got drafted in the first round. This is my list right here. These are not the household names you've been talking about, like the Marvin Harrisons or the Neighbors. We're talking Adonai Mitchell, Ricky Pearsall, Talies Fuwaga, Dominique Hampton, and Carlton Johnson. Five names, maybe not household names, that I think are going to show out at the Combine. Jason McCourty, what do you got? I love that last part you said. Maybe not household names we're going to show out at the Combine. That's the fun thing and the opportunity for all these guys. Of course, I'm looking at the two DBs, a safety and a corner right there. You mentioned Carlton Johnson, 170 pounds. I remember all the way leading up to the draft, we talked about Emmanuel Forbes and his size. He ends up going high off the board to Washington as their first-round draft pick and had an up-and-down type of year, but he had a ton of pick sixes. I want to see the type of playmaking ability that Carlton Johnson has. I really love to just say Ad and I. I know that we're doing uh, Ad or AD Mitchell, but like I would also like to just put out there Ad and I is uh, an easy way to remember it. And then just listening to Kyle Van Noy say Tala. Tylesi. Tylesi Fuanga. 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 It's the G, I think, yeah. right? And it, it just sounds beautiful. Holly names. You're probably like you. No, but like you got. It. I, I still struggle with it, but you can say it. You see it, and you can recognize exactly how it's said. Yeah, you. You got it. You're doing a great job. Shout out to Adolf for getting you right. Okay. You know, he's still a little sensitive <laughs> yeah. probably about that. But back to your list, I'm going Adonai as well as Ricky Pearsall. I think it's awesome that his pops is a fireman. Yes. I think that is dope, and I think it shows his grit on the football field. Mm -hmm. Chris Berman would have said, Baruch Ata Adonai Mitchell. He would have had that. <laughs> Chris Berman, we see you. Anyway, that's my Legendary. Here we go. We go to the combine. Let's roll. Yes. Love it, Peter. Great job. We're excited to get wowed at the combine uh, because that is all we're talking about this week. It is center stage. J.J. McCarthy is one of the top quarterbacks who will actually throw this weekend. Is it his time to shine? We got that more. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected, or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. 
Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. The time has come for a little segment we're calling Combine Confidential. Talking NFL Combine all week long. So now we're going to see how well you really know these draft Uh prospects, okay? Uh I'm going to ask a series of multiple choice questions, so at least you guys will have some options here. One at a time, and you'll answer on the whiteboards that are in front of you. And the one and only Michael Harmeyer is going to keep score for us. He's in a ref outfit. You'll probably see him momentarily, but here we go. Peter, you're going to answer last because I feel like you have a leg up on everyone, no, so just to keep okay. this fair. The <laughs> handicap. Okay, okay. question <laughs> one. Which top wide receiver I prospect once wore Louis Vuitton cleats during a college football game? Oh. A, Marvin Harrison Jr., B, Roma Dunze, or C, Malik Neighbors? All right, I'm going to start us off, and I'm just going to go with my answer is going to be C, Malik Neighbors. I think he was the guy that showed up. All right, this is at LSU. We had Odell Beckham there, Jarvis Landry. Somehow he saw that, the Louis Vuitton cleats. Maybe they passed them all, but he was the guy out there styling on the football field wearing them. I'm going with C, Neighbors. I picked A, Marvin Harrison Jr. I feel like he's been in the spotlight, the big games. I'm going with him. I feel like he's got a little swag. I have no idea this answer. <laughs> if you were asking me, like, stats and big – yeah, I don't know the cleat story. I'm going to go neighbors as well because of the programs. I feel like Ohio State, Ryan Day would be like, you're not wearing that. And then <laughs> at LSU, they're like, yeah, if you want to wear that, go for it. Okay, all right. Well, one of you got it right. The correct answer is Marvin. Oh, Sorry, Ryan Day. Let's oh, go. those cleats during a 2022 game between Ohio State and Wisconsin. Also wore an Apple Watch in the same wow. game. Wow, um, go. Yeah, CJ Thanks, Stroud threw Marvin. five touchdowns, none to – Harrison in that one in a 52 to 21 win. Okay, so good job. You're up, Kyle. Let's uh, go. Very yeah. good. Yeah. 
Here we go. Question two. Which of these 2024 NFL draft prospects played basketball and averaged 16.1, we'll call it 16 points, and 11 rebounds as a high school junior? Is it A, Jaden Daniels, B, Drake May, or C, Malik Neighbors? All right. I'm going to start us off here, and I'm going to go with somebody you're looking at, uh, Jaden Daniels. He runs all around the field, so explosive. Obviously, Malik Neighbors, a wide receiver. He's a guy that can probably do it all. I'm going with B. I'm going with Drake May. I think with his height, 16 points, he was able to get on the glass, grab rebounds all over the place. I think the quarterback was a star on the basketball court for his high school team, Drake May, B. I actually got Drake May as well because his mm. family is a basketball family, not a football family. Come from a long lineage of D1 athletes that play basketball. I'm going to go with Drake May as well. Clean sleep. Great. Wow. Drake May was okay. at the UNC Duke game a couple of weeks ago. He was sitting with Sam Howell. Yep. You don't just do that if you didn't play a little ball yourself. I'm going to go Drake May. Well, you guys killed it, crushed it. You are correct. Yes. All of oh. The answer is Drake May. He played basketball for Myers Park High School in Charlotte, North Carolina. Two-sports star there. He earned all-conference and all-district honors in basketball in May. Said that basketball was initially his favorite sport until football came along. So our yep. official Check them score is here. And uh, Kyle? You're let's up go. by one okay. on everyone. Still early, buddy. Two, yep. one. That's all right. So let's go. Question three, everyone. Which prospect's father blocked for <laughs> Joe Montana in the 1990s? Is it A, Talisi Fuanga? Yep. Okay. Stacey Latham or Joe Alt? See, now this, now this is a Schrager question. Like, yeah. going all the way back to the mm -hmm. 90s, know the exact. He's going to know who the brother was, the cousin, and everybody on the family tree. I'm going with B, I'm going to say J.C. Latham was the guy whose dad was out there blocking for Montana. Alabama prospect, I think he is the guy whose father, and he comes from a long line of the kids out there playing football. I'm actually going with B as well, J.C. Latham. Big, Copy my answer. Yeah, big right tackle. He's a mauler <laughs> when it comes to running the football, blocking for it. I'm going with B. Guys, Joe Alt's dad not only played for ah, see, uh, he was <laughs> a, you. for the Chiefs for ten <laughs> years. He also was six eight, just an absolute <laughs> monster. The senior Alt not only blocked for Montana, but he blocked for like Rich Gannon, and he blocked for Steve Deberg, uh -huh. and he blocked for okay, you know, okay. So now I'm you're bragging. Chiefs, not the glory years. Chiefs of the late '80s, early '90s. I'm gonna go here. Derek Thomas era, Joe Alt. I mean, obviously that is correct. You know way too much yeah, yeah. about this already. No yes. Bob Alt guy. No Joe Alt. Alt played 13 NFL seasons as the Chiefs offensive tackle from 84 to 96. Right. He was uh, named to two Pro Bowls in 93 and 94. He blocked for Joe Montana, but also wore number 76 for the Chiefs, the same number his son wore at Notre Dame. I like those so, Falcons uniforms. The score right now, Peter... You are now tied. Yeah. Kyle, Jason, you got to, yeah. it's time to. Yeah, Jason, I, I feel pick it. it up. This is going to be your question. Okay. Thank you. Tell me now. Ready? Here we go. <laughs> Number four. Brock Powers said this week, Brock Bowers said this Kenny week, Powers that uh, said. Pro Bowl like tight this. end was a huge role model. It was A, Rob Gronkowski, oh. B, Travis Kelsey, or C, George Kittle. Like, I wish she said something unique. Like, uh, my guy was, you know, you named some random tight end. These are the three best <laughs> tight ends of their generation. How do we know? Well, no. I would hope that they would be the role models if they're the best tight ends. I, I want to be like, Eric Ebron was my guy. You know, like, <laughs> I'm a big Jonu Smith guy. 
I'm gonna go. Lewis. Yes. I like Longevity, incredible. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a uh, Ebron guy as well. He jumped over me in the game. I'm not proud of that moment. <laughs> I'm going with C. George Kittle. These guys are getting younger and younger. Gronk, Kelsey, those guys are so old right now. I feel like Kittle was a guy who was probably watching them at Iowa, seeing him with the bloody nose at the combine, still <laughs> going you. through the drills. I'm going with George Kittle, C. I don't see Brock Bowers as like a blocker like Kittle, though. So I think he wants to be like his guy, Travis Kelsey. I'm going with B. I'm going to go with Kelsey as well. I don't even think it's about football. I think he's seen him as an action star, dating a <laughs> pop singer. I'm going to say Travis Kelsey. Brock Bowers looks to him as his guy. Okay, let's go to Kenny Powers' best friend, Brock Powers, <laughs> for the answer. Uh, I mean, I grew up watching Gronk. I love watching Gronk, and um, he's kind of like a huge uh, role model, I guess, for me. Just looking at him when I was growing up. Sorry, Gronk. Oh, for three. Come on, you Sorry, guys. Obviously. Ah, obviously. this photo was taken during Super Bowl in Vegas. Shout out uh, to Auto Trader. What's up? He also loves, obviously, George Kittle and <laughs> Travis Kelsey, too. Okay, last question. Here we go. Um, right now, it is still 2-2-1. Two, two, and one. Jason, you still have one more shot. Three-pointer. Three okay, three-pointer here. This is, this the is money a big ball. deal. Are you guys nervous? <laughs> I'm kind Both of nervous. All right, <laughs> here we go. Which of these 2024 draft prospects has an Instagram account for his dog? Oh. Oh. Is it A, Bo Nix, B, Nate Wiggins, or C, Caleb Williams? All right. Caleb Williams, we talked about it, lives in a beautiful apartment in Los Angeles. They're not allowing any dogs, so he's not the answer. I'm going to go with A, Bo Nix. I just think he's a puppy's guy, and he loves his dog so much that has an IG account for him. All right, I'm going to go also with, with Bo Nix. I'm going with Bark Nix. I think that's the name Bark. of the dog, Bark Nix. What's up, Bark? Like a spike. Well, since you guys went Bo Nix. Bark no, is no. a terrible name no, for I don't a dog. Know. <laughs> They do bark, right? I'm going to change my answer. I'm, I'm okay. changing my answer to Nate Wiggins. Bo Nix was in college a long time, like what? seven, eight years. So I'm going with Nate Wiggins. He needed a dog, so <laughs> let's go. Well, you're all wrong. <laughs> it is, in fact, Caleb Williams. Wow. I know that building is, in fact, allowing dogs. Pet he has a bulldog. His name is Supa because Caleb Williams' nickname on the football field is Superman. I don't know how Cam will feel about that, but, you know, we'll get to that later. William said Supa brings a lot of swag and energy to his life. He turned one years old in January, so he's still a little pop. All right, all those red flags about Caleb Williams, they're done. I'm a dog guy. I like that. So, that was good. I'm, all I'm I know is Jason lost. I guess Kyle and Peter <laughs> have just tied this one. Yeah, we'll, we'll share it. As long as we beat, as long as we beat Jason, we're good. That's a win. That's when you know you're at the top. <laughs> all just gunning for you. <laughs> Amazing. We'll, we'll uh, settle the score a little later in the yeah. show, okay. I promise. Coming up, we've got plenty more to break down. Coming up on GMFB, uh, obviously it is day two of the drills, guys. So we're going to take a look at the prospects Ahead, combine, day two, let's get underway. <laughs> This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit Visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You deserve to treat yourself. 
So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.